0: Welcome to episode 121 of Kapowcast. Ooh.
1: 121. That's a nice little ring to it, don't it? It do.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have anything else to say. Uh, joining me today is Tony Vance. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Jeff Jefferson. Hello. And I am Dickhead. <laughs> 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 I am Mike. And today we will be reviewing a comic book, a picture book. Oh. A flappy book. Funny uh, pages green lantern rebirth not to be confused with green lantern rebirth uh the relaunch of dc comics i'm this really
1: is, glad you cleared that up yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i was like we're gonna have to clear stuff because funny enough when i bought this i didn't even pay attention to the fact that the logos were dif- different i just saw green lantern rebirth i was like oh i want to check out some of the rebirth titles so i just grabbed it <laughs> and like i got home and i'm like flipping through it, and i'm like wait wait i'm
1: seeing yeah when i was reading it oh that's a. That's a happy accident in
0: my opinion. It is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: uh, I was reading the comics and I was like, there's PS2 ads in
1: here. (laughs) (laughs) This came out in 2000, the end of 2004, 2005. Wow. Yeah. It's
0: it's weird. I have two minds of that. At one point, I'm like, wow, it was that long ago. At the same time, I'm like, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. It's uh, 13 years. Ew. It's my senior year of high school. This book is just now becoming a little dickhead. <laughs> uh, but before we talk about that, we have plenty of gossipy newses to talk oh, about. Mm-hmm. Water cooler talk, water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first up, we had the new red band trailer for Shane Black's The Predator. I've already kind of expressed my feelings on this constant relaunching rebooting and rebranding of old eighties franchises. You're a big fan, not a, not a big fan of it anymore. And and, and this just happened like over the span of like the past couple months Mm -hmm. where I hit this wall where I'm like, why do we keep doing this to ourselves? (laughs) Like it, it hasn't worked. Can you think of one like rebranded relaunched eighties franchise that they've done a good job rebooting and like surpassed the original Cobra Kai.
1: (laughs) That's my opinion, though. No, I'm talking
0: like big screen, like big movies. screen blockbusters. Yeah.
2: Remakes are normally not as good as the original, but it's not unheard of. Like the remake of The Thing, for instance.
0: That wasn't bad, but it doesn't have the lasting impression that like the original had. Oh, no. I mean, the 80s, The Thing was. A, oh, the, they, the oh 1950s that's right. film. Good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking of the remake yeah. of The Thing that came yeah, out. I didn't really. It was really forgettable.
1: Wasn't that a prequel with like the Russians? Though? I think
0: so. I don't know. Te- see, it was technically so- it's the same boat. It's, it's so forgettable and it's the same i never thing. actually seen it. It's not that great. It's not. I heard it was all subtitled.
1: No, no, no?
0: that person was Are a you liar. thinking of a
1: fan film maybe or something? I don't know. I figured, uh, the fact that they were Russian, <laughs> but apparently not. I'll have to see it. I'll have to sit down and just check out. Everyone, everyone speaks English now, Tony. Oh, it's the universal language,
2: right. right? The lingua franca. Um, Fucking jackass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I look at the, like the Terminator movies, like the franchise that they will not let die. And then like mm-hmm. you look at Die Hard and now like the Predator. It's like, I'm not feeling it anymore. Like, let it go. We did say the last time we discussed the first trailer that we wished that Jeff
1: would have been there. It's and true. Now and now he's here. Here I am, baby. We can get his opinion. It's true. On the situation. It's a second chance
0: at life. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, a rebirth. <laughs> hey,
2: oh. I mean, <laughs> People have been angry about Predator sequels since Predator 2. A lot of people don't consider Predator 2 to be a worthy sequel. I enjoyed it. Aliens vs. Predator is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that's another
0: franchise that and, just keeps going. Aliens. Yeah.
2: Oh, God, I know. And then uh, Aliens vs. Predator 2. I couldn't even see what the fuck was going on. It was so dark in that movie. We but. were also really drunk
0: during... Yeah, <laughs> that's true, too. We were drinking juice. <laughs> <laughs> Not orange juice. No, the caffeinated alcoholic beverage yes. that merely took your life, yeah. <laughs> ended my job, my marriage, <laughs>
1: my I, uh, virginity. You said the name, and I had a I had a flashback. It was like a non-flashback. <laughs> <laughs> we call those the dark days. <laughs> the, dark, yeah, that's,
2: <laughs> the blackout
1: days. That's that's the that's the correct dub term right there. So <laughs> I call them the dark days, the dark
0: uh, ages. You, because you, I feel like of the three of us here, like. A, I think I am, like, one of the least, like, 80s action sci-fi fans. Mm -hmm. Um, Tony's pretty good into it, but you're, like... You had a podcast about it. You're, like, right there.
2: I got a couple. I don't know. I guess I'm just a sucker for punishment because, like, this movie (laughs) looks interesting to me. I would really love just to see one more Predator movie done right. Like, Predators wasn't the worst thing I'd ever seen, but I couldn't even get through the whole thing. Like, I'm just like, this isn't really in the spirit of the original. It just... The action stars in it, like, Adrian Brody as an action lead. I'm I'm like, Topher Grace. Topher Grace? Ew. yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie, I feel, is more in the spirit of the first, but I don't, I agree with you, I don't think it'll be as good as the first, but if it has a lot of action with horror elements, then, uh,
0: I will say They've okay. won you over?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that hard of a formula, really. The first one was so groundbreaking at the time because it starts out as a cheesy 80s action movie. Then it suddenly switches gears and it turns into a total horror movie. Like, <laughs> like totally switches gears. The entire tone of the movie instantly changes. It was very groundbreaking, except for they revealed everything in the trailers like they always do.
0: Jeff, what do you think is the reason why these 80s movies keep going on, but they're not nearly clicking as well, but they just keep pumbling these <laughs> into the ground? Like, it doesn't... like. It's not like the, the sequels they've been making have been huge runaway successes. No. It's like they just keep trying, hoping to recapture that lightning in a bottle. I think
2: a big portion of it is people already have an idea for a film, but if it's an original title, no one's going to pay attention. So they'll say, oh, this is the new Predator movie, or this mm. is the new Aliens movie, or such and so forth, or this is, you know... And then they just shoehorn in their script into this ill-fitting film that doesn't really work with the original or anything that resembles the original formula, which is something that's been going on for a long time, too, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. They do with horror movies, especially horror movies, mm-hmm. action movies, you name it. It's just, it's just a way to get your foot in the door, and then you're like, mm-hmm. okay, here's my movie, and it's a piece of dog shit, and all the original fans hate it, and all the new fans aren't that interested.
0: Kind of like, what was that movie that they did that was a quote-unquote aliens prequel um, oh prometheus prometheus yeah that movie was not very good that movie was hot <laughs> garbage i'm the
1: minority i actually <laughs> i
0: enjoyed it a lot it's very different from many of the aliens films we do welcome differing in opinions here just know that your opinion <laughs> is, is wrong this is, <laughs> this is a uh semi safe space yeah yeah
1: i, I feel okay with this Uh, mostly because I, I have a lot of faith in Shane, Shane Black. I don't think I've seen many of his movies that I didn't like. What did he do again? Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Never saw it. What? I know. He was the guy who did Iron Man three. Oh yeah. Oh, didn't he
2: do monster squad? Uh, he was one of the two people that did monster squad. I believe. Quick Tony to the
0: internets. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What did you think of the trailer? Jeff? I enjoyed it. A lot of action. They they use they swore in it, which I wasn't a fan of, but it was a red band trailer. <laughs> I, I know. I'm not a fan of
0: swearing in no. trailers.
2: Keep it clean, folks.
0: Wait, are you being serious right now?
2: No, I'm not serious. Oh,
1: I swear constantly. What are you talking about? I just wasn't sure if you actually had an opinion of that mate.
0: No,
2: I like I like red band trailers. It's hard enough to find a decent R rated movie these days. That's true. It looks interesting. They showed a lot of cool action. The big uh the the super predator is pretty gimmicky, but whatever. I'll,
0: I like super predators, why not? I liked his little helmet he put on. Mhm. It looked really cool. I don't know if I'll give it a shot or not. I, don't, I I I probably will. I did see predators. Yeah. And a guy kind of had the same mindset you did where I was kind of like, me. It doesn't really feel like an action film of the like I don't know if like one thing that made predators cool, it had Arnie Carl Weathers, all these other like over the top characters. Fuck why do you think it. they haven't gotten Arnold to come back? He's coming. He's done like all these Terminator stuff. Yeah, I don't know, but he hasn't done one cameo or anything in any of the predators that I'm aware of. And Shane Black was one of the two writers. That's right, Marvelous baby.
2: One. So then that's one of the reasons why I'm seeing it. I'm hoping Dracula shows up and <laughs> shoots a laser beam at people and throws dynamite and, <laughs> Monster Squad is a
0: perfect film. Yes. Why haven't we reviewed that at all? Because it doesn't need to be reviewed. <laughs> it's just a must-watch. It just is. It just <laughs> it just exists. It just Give exists. me,
2: the amulet, you bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I want that on my tombstone. <laughs> cool kid, pulling up, lighting up a cigarette, <laughs> looking like a nineteen fifties greaser. Yeah.
2: Go ahead and eat it,
0: and we can all go home. <laughs> What else was going on this week? There's some other stuff that happened. Sad news. Yes. From AMC. Bullshit news. As they have (laughs) opted to cancel comic book men. I kind of have like mixed feelings on this because I haven't actually watched the past couple seasons. That could Um, be part of the reason. Yeah. Well, (laughs) just because, well, one reason was the show for me personally, it did start to feel a little too scripted hmm like you watch a show like that you know from the get-go it's it's scripted yeah yeah but there was like it got to a point where i was like okay now it feels really scripted
2: well i mean i believe seven seasons for a show of that type one of those occupational reality yeah. shows it but,
0: didn't have a bad run
2: no it had a really long run for a show of that type normally they don't last for more than two or three seasons
0: yeah seven um,
1: seasons 96 episodes
0: but yeah it had like the worst time slot what was imaginable. It? 12 o'clock midnight yeah. on a Sunday night.
1: Oh, fuck off. Really? Yeah. That's, that's a shit ass. No. Yeah. now, <laughs> Yeah. That's a Fox oriented time schedule right there. <laughs> that it was like. It, it was after The Walking Dead and because The it, Talking Dead. It,
0: it used to be on at, I want to say, 11. Then when they decided to start doing The Talking Dead, mm-hmm. um, then they pushed it to 12. Is Talking Dead still on the air with that
2: Chris Harwick having that?
0: allegations yeah, that sexual abuse allegations uh, uh he he's been pulled from it there's some interesting stuff going on with that i actually looked at some stuff yesterday i don't want to like get into that <laughs> but unless you guys want me to i would i kind of want to hear it <laughs> because um, i was
1: surprised when allegations brought, got apparently brought apparently they've
0: actually they've retrieved text messages from when cuz he broke up with her mm-hmm. and it was like a very long paragraph about how she had cheated on him and this and that and he was like you know basically it was just like, goodbye. Like, you know, mm-hmm. this, this is over. And she apparently had texted him back and was like, no, I'm gonna, please, um, let's please, let's, let's work this out. You know, I, really? I still want to be with you. Six months later, she sent him another text. Like, can we get together? I still want to try to make this work. Um, well, I
2: mean, it's all he said. She said, I don't think he
0: should be pulled from a show
2: because of allegations, allegations that have
0: yet to be proven true. Yeah. Well, that's the world we live and, in. And um, his current wife, has come out and said that she has never seen any of those behavioral traits in him. I mean, personally, I mean, granted there's always, there's the public figure. Then you have the private figure, mm-hmm. but just like personality wise, from what I've seen, he never really struck me as a control freak rapist. Yeah. Like
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put you it. You
0: take a, you take somebody like Louis CK, like, yeah, he was a he always gave me weird like, vibes when i heard about it i was like oh wow that's crazy But at the same time i was like is it (laughs) yeah (laughs) is it really with chris hardwick and it's not like i have like this adoring fandom towards him i'm just like i I just you just get this feeling sometimes where you're like yeah i don't know about that one yeah i mean i'm still i say innocent until proven guilty
2: unless i don't like the person
0: (laughs) good uh but back to comic book men to me, I always felt like it was the show that AMC didn't want to succeed. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Like, I always felt it, they like, begrudgingly is, had to, like, renew it every season. Which
2: is weird. You would think that, you know, any successful show on AMC. I guess they just didn't want to have a foot in the, uh, you know, the whole reality show, occupational reality show market. I do hate most shows like that. Yeah.
0: And to me, the, that show was an, another huge inspiration into starting this show mm-hmm. just watching. Like I always liked the parts where there was, it was them like <laughs> sitting around the table, like uh-huh. BSing And they had yeah. like, give Ming shit or something like that. <laughs> you know, to me, I was like, Oh my gosh, that reminds me of like us sitting around yeah. Cody shit. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be as entertaining, but we can sit around and do that it's twice as entertaining for sure. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: it's really funny. You brought that up. Cause that's the same inspiration that made me build this table. Nice. <laughs> I was like, I like that idea. All we have to do is get Kevin Smith on the show. Come on. You small used to be big guy. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say big guy, but I feel like that's like derogatory because of what happened
0: with him. So yeah. he had a heart attack cause he was fat. He wasn't even that big no. at that point still. No, but he used to be really fat. Yeah. The thing is with shows like, like a show like that, I feel like if they really wanted to shop it around mm-hmm. and keep it going, they could, because I don't think it's that expensive. Netflix or someone would be happy to pick it up. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm bummed that they have, for some reason, like they have like all the walking dead, On Netflix, Breaking Bad, all this stuff, but they don't have Comic Book Man on Netflix. They had season one on it, and then like for a while they would have like season three, and yeah, and like there's times where I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know what, I watch like some of the old episodes of Comic Book Man because that's another thing. When the show started out, it was originally an hour long, and then the second, I want to say the second season, they cut it down to a half hour, and Mm. then they moved its time slot to midnight. And I'm like, why are you guys trying to fucking kill this show? (laughs) Like, if you don't want it to be on, just don't have it be on. But I don't know if it's a thing where if it's making certain amount of radio. They can't cancel it because it's like, oh, it's kind of doing what we want it to do. But we don't really it's not doing what we want it to do. Yeah. I obviously have my
1: deepest grudges on AMC. But to add a side note, we were sitting at the diner earlier today and I was scrolling through our social media stuff and the whole Save Comic Book Men movement has been started. Oh, really? Yeah. There's other comic book podcasts that are posting about it and all this other stuff and basically trying to gain traction.
0: The thing I loved about that show, but once again, it kind of sucks because they had it on at such a late time. The only people that are going to stay up and watch a show at 12 midnight on a Sunday serial killers are serial killers and people that are like super fans about it. I even got to a point trying to watch the show and I'm like falling asleep
1: mm-hmm. I can and I'm imagine. like, this is you, old man. I know. Right.
0: <laughs> and it got to a point where I was like
1: trying to watch and drinking
0: his prune juice. This isn't, <laughs> I was like, this isn't worth it. And then I even completely had stopped watching talking dead. Yeah, so it's just like because, eh. because of the rape allegations. <laughs> Precisely. And now he's soon
1: gonna stop watching The Walking Dead.
0: I've actually I'm I'm given the show I'm watching it this season. I'm interested to see how they work on getting Andrew Lincoln out of the show. Mm-hmm. But I don't see myself I heard that it's gonna turn out that he was a zombie the, the entire, entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't see myself watching it like beyond that.
1: How are you gonna? You said the best, we talked about this before, the story started with Rick, it should end with Rick. Like, I don't understand where you're going to go with it. I don't, I don't get how you're going to keep it going. Like you said before, it's doing the same thing the comic book did, it killed off all these longstanding characters and you have no one that you are emotionally involved in. I think they should recast him as Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, all right? listen, I'm going to go over here. I don't I'm, I'm gonna look for some 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 bottle juice for the baby. I right. hey,
2: hey See now That's I'm not, actually getting hey. interested in the show again. Hey Just have Ruby Rod. <laughs> I don't know who that
0: is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you didn't you never watched uh, yeah. the fifth element? Come on, don't don't say no.
0: Corbin, Corbin, my man, Corbin. Sorry, I was looking up what this missed call was from. This is from Yipsy.
1: <laughs> it's the court about your rape allegations. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you control freak. When you
2: mention rape allegations three times, you have to change the subject. juice shows up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, goodness. Anything else on the news platter? Kevin Hart has been cast as red <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Tom Holland recently slipped up And exposed the title.
2: (laughs) Exposed his web shooter. There are currently allegations against Tom. His uncircumcised web shooter.
0: (laughs) Because he's British.
1: I I see what you did there, yeah. I got it.
0: No, yeah, the uh, Spider-Man 2 title.
1: You derailed that just so you could come in and swoop up the green light, didn't you? I was going to
0: say... I was gonna let you <laughs> go on with it. I was just yes, trying the, to segue into it. It's
1: the, the 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 title. Go ahead. I'll Ex- say it. Expose it.
0: <laughs> I don't want to now.
1: Uh, okay, maybe we shouldn't have brought up rape allegations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the fucking title? Spider Man: Far From Home. So is he gonna? And be... the memes have already started. head? Yeah. <laughs> <Of laughs> what course. are they? Uh, basically, one was like. Him in space and then like one was like him going into dust and So is he gonna be is there's just gonna be a close up on a pile of dust
2: blowing in the wind?
1: With, I don't know. With Kansas
2: I, playing in the background. I just
1: I, I don't get how they're gonna announce this stuff. While he's still dead? While he's like yeah, like this is supposed to be selling like
0: Well, that's like James Gunn announced that he finished the f- script yeah. for Guardians three.
1: Like these guys should be on
2: lockdown. Well, to be fair, they you know, it could be Sylvester Stallone and, and the original <laughs>
1: Guardians. No. I would not be surprised with them. Like, I really wouldn't know me either.
2: I'd
0: watch it.
1: Because, why, other than fandom, are they in
0: there at the Guardians too? At the same time, if they're already announcing that Spider Man will be back, who died the same way as the rest of the Guardians, minus Gamora. And Nebula. And Nebula's 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 still alive.
2: alive. Yeah, she's not dead. You know what I fucking (laughs) meant.
0: (laughs) At the same time, like, common sense, no matter what the writers for Infinity War say, they keep saying, like, nope, they're dead. They're dead. They're not yeah. coming back. Yeah, kiss my grits. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be
1: like, what if it's like some sort of like weird like double edged truth? That version of them is dead.
0: This is an alternate. Version. Ew, I hope not. Then so getting, we weren't lying to then you. Then you're getting too comic booky. Yeah, I don't know, that's man. Like, the like
2: ba- that's the bad part of comics. There's, yeah,
1: there's the behind the scenes photos that leaked. That uh, leaked. <laughs> I don't believe in leaks anymore. Me um, I just Of hold them. It recreating the scene from Avengers one. So obviously, or it's time travel. Well, time travel or, uh, the quantum realm. There's so many things you could do that like they have. So
0: shit's going to get weird for people. They got to be careful though. They yes. have to be very careful about how they do this because as you even to screw tray. <laughs> yeah, gotta be careful around electrical equipment. I might add, <laughs> and
2: there,
0: you gotta be careful <laughs> with an
2: open drink and a computer sitting next
1: to it. <laughs> There's fucking danger all over. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just getting the message from, from Lost in space robot.
0: <laughs> danger, danger. What could go wrong? They have to be careful though with how they do this because even us as comic book fans were like, okay, yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. The general public is going to be even more like the fuck, yeah. Uh, so they, so they, they went back
1: in time. No, it's the quantum realm. What yeah. the fuck's that difference? I think then. Uh, that's well, stupid.
2: Uh, they're, 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 they're technically they're different, but for all intents and purposes, they are uh,
1: identical.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: See, they lay the same way on top of each other, time in the quantum
0: space. <laughs> then you run the risk of, I think, people abandoning Marvel, going like, okay, this shit's getting too weird now. I mean, if they follow, if
2: we followed them this far, people are sheep, man.
0: (laughs) It's true, and I mean, I've I've said as far as Marvel's losing steam or anything like that, it's no longer a thing for me. Where it's like one movie will hurt them. I think they would have to have several, Uh, yeah, like three, three or four stinkers in a row for them to really start to lose steam. Because even is still going, Mm -hmm. even though. I shit. actually
1: was just reading about Aquaman the other day and I got kind of excited about it.
0: Oh, that's cute. I know,
1: right? I was like, man, I must be in a good place in my life if I can get excited for Aquaman after all this bullshit. <laughs>
0: good point. I mean, there's still... I don't remember... Did we talk about how they had said that uh, they've they've set themselves on the two leads for the Green Lantern Corps movie?
1: Yeah, yeah you and Jeff did on the Gargoyles episode. You You mentioned that.
0: Oh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Green Lantern Rebirth. <laughs> this is as good a time as any to yeah, segue this is in. A good segue. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I was trying to do. Oh, <laughs> so Green Lantern Rebirth. It is not the DC reboot reboot version. Better. Just because it has a different title. This is like the um, sort of quasi sequel to uh, from the 90s. When Hal Jordan became Parallax, this, this is a soft reboot of uh, bringing
2: Hal Jordan back to life after he had become Parallax.
0: Of redoing, a resetting a lot of things too. Yes, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that that kind of happens. This is yes. the beginning
1: of the Jeff Johns era of Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, him revamping the whole thing because mm-hmm. at this time the
2: Green Lantern core are no longer existed. There was uh, a yeah, Kyle Rayner was the uh, only Green Lantern at the time, wasn't he? I yeah, so. Parallax
1: ended up destroying the central battery and killing all but one of the Guardians, basically dismantling the Green Lantern Corps. And this was... That's called writing yourself in a corner. That yeah. That's a hard corner. Like, I don't know how you came back from that's,
0: that. I mean, this is like the 90s, too, where this happened, where, like, DC was trying to really hard re a lot yeah. of characters. Mm-hmm. This
2: was uh, fresh off the boots of uh, the death and rebirth of Superman. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is actually a direct result of the death and rebirth the of parallax Superman. The parallax stuff, yep. not the, not yeah, the rebirth. Par- yeah, yeah, yeah. Parallax had come about from a Mongol destroying coasts. Or no, actually it was Cyborg Superman that destroyed Coast City. But Mm -hmm.
0: there was a a lot of controversy when they decided to do that with hell. And yes, basically had him become like a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Like a genocide. Hardcore.
2: Yeah. Yeah, They totally changed the character and made him into a villain. He went insane, which I thought was really cool. I always thought Parallax was really cool. I love the look. I love the gray hair. Mm -hmm. He had such a cool looking uniform, too. And I really enjoy that cover of how with, Hell, the ring, with, with all, all the rings. Things. Yes. blinging it out. But uh I always love the the fallen hero storyline. I'm a sucker for it. It's well, you know, I, I love injustice, so
1: it's like, you know. Right. I mean, this is the, like you said that's a perfect example like how completely loses it after he sees Coast City get completely destroyed. Everybody, mm-hmm. his brother, everybody is fucking dead. <laughs> and he just he just he snaps you're right like that i'm a pretty big sucker for that whole uh the hero getting pushed over the edge thing because mm. like that that really brings it back grounded because yes. i don't believe that any superhero is above everything to see something like that or even like uh using Batman in that term too when he seen jason Todd get killed by the joker he went off the fucking the wigs mm-hmm. and uh wasn't sleeping for days and was going out fighting crime and just like beating everybody to a pulp until Tim Drake came in obviously, and kind of like roiled them back. But yeah, that whole fallen hero deal is I eat it up as well. Hell yeah. It's just so enjoyable. Yep.
2: The only problem is
1: what do you do afterwards?
0: Well, after is when they brought in Kyle Rayner. Yep. They also later brought in Jon Stewart, which this book kind of picks up with both of them. Even at this point, Guy Gardner was no longer a Green Lantern, and I had no idea about his warrior persona. Yeah. He, I, uh, he's a, he had
2: a couple, like for a while he had Sinestro's ring. And then uh he had the goofiest fucking outfit of all time. Always. Yeah. It was like like his Green Lantern modern day Green Lantern outfits kind of based on it It was like a weird half shirt thing with like a big bowl cut and a giant oh, gold yeah. belt with a G on it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I re- pretty okay. amazing. It was pretty re- rat- <laughs> it was it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was very very <laughs> early 90s. Needless to say a little homework might be needed if you're going to pick this up and jump right into it if you don't know a lot about the Green Lantern's past. Um, I would say a
1: quick Wikipedia read would probably do you good. Yeah, they kind of sum it. Well, I mean, they explain it. They all do they sum go. up a lot of stuff. Yeah. When I first got the book, I I wasn't super concerned about backstory because I was just kind of gravitated towards this story, especially how it opens. Uh the first like three or four pages, it was kind of like, whoa, because yeah. you see like Kyle fall from the atmosphere with a giant Green Lantern coffin. Yeah, you're like, yeah, the, you're like <laughs> the what the co- fuck co- is going on? Space coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Stay the space coffin. Um, you think it's a construct? Do you think it's a construct call? Ooh, that's a good question.
2: Who's contr- Who constructed it? Is it just made of solid construct or something? Well, I mean,
1: John still has his power, and Kyle still has his power. Maybe it's made from,
0: like, the destroyed central battery energy. Could be, or maybe... I don't know.
1: Fan I mean, theories up yeah. the ass right now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> It is green. And also in this, hell is inhabited by the Spectre. Yeah, yeah. He's the current host for the Spectre. His he spirit was for- is... Used that for
2: a while. He was a spirit of vengeance in mm-hmm. DC for a long yeah, man, time. man, he got
0: crazy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he, he melted that boy's hand right off. Melted yeah. Black
0: Hand's hand into into
2: coal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He always enjoyed the uh, I love the the goofy poetic justice stuff that the Spectre would do. It's so golden age mm-hmm. comics. I always enjoyed that.
1: They actually their whole plan was after the Parallax ordeal Coast City and all that shit, they had Hal take up the mantle of the Spectre. In order to kind of try to boost sales of the Spectre. Mm-hmm. And after that failed, obviously, and the Spectre comic got canceled, uh, they ended up killing off Hal, saying something like, the Spectre, Hal's body couldn't house the Spectre. And that's why he died or some shit. I don't remember exactly what it was.
0: In the book, it's kind of reintroducing everything. It's kind of, and like you said, it kind of gives you backstory on everything. So yep. you're kind of up to speed batman's a giant dick batman is a huge dick in it yeah. i think Let's... like even me as a batman fan i'm like who the <laughs> fuck wrote you know batman like such
2: a dick jeff Jones did. <laughs> it's uh i find that batman fans when they have Hell jordan in a bat book he's like a bumbling idiot and batman's always like oh this guy's such an asshole and then <laughs> with green lantern <laughs> books batman's just being a huge dick and a control freak yeah. and just hostile for no reason and line I was like, oh, Batman's such an
0: asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like, it's always like one extreme or the other. Like, like I said, me, even as like a huge Batman fan, even I'm reading, I'm like, why are they writing him like this? <laughs> like, yeah, Batman can kind of be a dick, but he's being like overly dickish. Well, they do explain it. Uh,
2: the parallax uh, parasite is instilling fear and paranoia into everyone and causing hostility.
0: Mm-hmm. True, true, because
2: Parallax is
0: coming back.
2: Yeah, this is where, Mm -hmm. before this, Parallax wasn't... This is where they first conceived of Parallax as a parasitic fear entity and not just hal jordan's and insane alter
0: ego it's yeah. crazy because i'm reading it and i'm like and this is where they kind of started setting up like all the different lantern cores yep. mm-hmm. and like also like it's also kind of leads into like parts of like blackest night yep and mm-hmm. stuff like that
2: definitely it's crazy how interconnected it is this parallax not being just hal jordan was a big controversy when it first happened too because people are saying Oh, okay. So now they just give an easy out for Hal Jordan because he's not accountable for his actions because it was a pure parasite eating at him the whole time, which I could understand. But
1: uh, it was a really good story. So just shut up. I feel like that was set up not for the easy out, but for the end game.
2: Yeah, I could say, well, I mean, the big, they wanted to bring hell back because they wanted to boost Green Lantern because, uh,
0: I mean, Kyle has his fans and whatnot, but I mean, Hal's I don't just, think any yeah. Green Lanterns ever had as many fans as hell. Yeah. Has I had. agree. No matter how many times they try to, uh, introduce a new Lantern, whether like, it be I Kyle, think- Simon Baz, Jessica Cruz, they're not hell. Hell has the market on Green Lanterns. Yep. Yeah. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly.
1: Sadly, uh, because I would like to see either Kyle or John in the movie universe. I don't, I think it'd be a stupid move. I think they should go with hell. I think they should, that it would be dumb to introduce a different lantern because yep. especially in the standings. Now it would be just, sad. I would
0: say hell's the most interesting of, of the
1: human. I was going to say all the alien lanterns are better. I would, I would say that he's the most interesting because he's been a, around longer. Well, so I mean, he's gone through more, but like Kyle Reiner's girlfriend being shoved in the, in, to uh, a <laughs> freezer box like that's that's, that's, that's not interesting
0: sh- that's gruesome <laughs> that's pretty interesting though yeah it's interesting and that's not that- gonna, you're not going to be seeing that I don't think in no a movie
1: God it'd be awesome though
0: Put, um, put Zack Snyder back in charge. It might happen. I thought you were gonna say put Zack Snyder in an ice box. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. I love
2: Zack Snyder. Yeah, uh, my man.
0: <laughs> when I think of like all the other lanterns, like I just think of like maybe like one or two characteristics, like Jon Stewart, like, Oh, he's very like by the books and boring, very military. Kyle Rainer's. he's from Detroit too. You know yeah. Right?
1: Apparently
2: in this book. Yeah. I, I was like, I don't, is that true? I think yeah. I remember that being mentioned before.
0: Well, Jeff
1: Johns has this weird thing where like he, he'll take things cause he's from Michigan and he'll take mm-hmm. things. And like, uh, when he wrote for the flash coast city was a, uh, automotive city.
0: And Simon Baz is from Dearborn. Simon Baz is from Dearborn. So two lanterns from Michigan. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Fantastic. Got to overcome a lot of, uh, fear to live in Michigan. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> to live in Detroit, especially. <laughs>
2: (laughs) This book definitely uh, the rest. The Justice League doesn't really play a big part in this at all, except for individual members. Yeah, like Green Arrow has the biggest part to play in it. Like Superman, he's only seen in a couple panels. Yeah, I'm assuming they have tie-ins and whatnot where he does more, but he doesn't really play into the main storyline in any way, shape, or form. I was
1: going to say this to you earlier. I'm really curious to go and look and see if there is any tie-ins around this time in comics. Because, like I said, like the tie-ins when the
0: universe is affected wrote. It wrote me in so hard. I'm a little bit of the opposite where for me, the, the tie ins sometimes seem almost daunting. Marvel. It out. is a daunting test. Like yeah. looking at like civil war, yeah. or even um, the Civil War checklist is dozens. Yeah, of books. even the uh, Blackest Final Night stuff. Yeah, like, like there's so and many most times of them don't,
2: are pretty inconsequential. It's yeah, like storyline, and
0: that's the thing. Like, I don't want to waste my money on a book that has no relevance to the full story. I was really disappointed with Superman's tying into like I
2: was so excited for. Black Lantern, silver age Superman, because he has such a insane power set. And then he just affects, he's just in the Superman book and he's, I believe he just attacked the, the Kent household and that was it. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck,
1: man,
0: he should be like (laughs) one of the big heavy hitters for them. And to me, this book, it was weird. Like I'm reading it. I'm like, I was into it, but I was more interested in everything that they were talking about that happened before it (laughs) and more interested in everything that I knew would be coming after it, if that makes sense. <laughs> I could
2: see what you mean. I've never read the Parallax stuff. I always wanted to.
1: I've like, read a couple of the arcs. You're entering that, like, uh what would that be, Silver Age, Gold Age? Oh, this is, like, past Bronze Age at this point. That's where you kind of lose me. The writing is just a little bit too cheeky, I guess. I don't know if I'm using the right word. Cheesy? Corny? Yeah, I would say it's just... Corny? Uh, Campy? campy, slutty. we'll go with campy, slutty, <laughs> a little bit slutty. <laughs> and I just can't really get into it. Like this is, I would say early two thousands for me is like my homestead for comics. I can't go much further well, back. 90s Spider-Man. That's
0: pretty nin- much it. Cause the nineties, the hard thing about reading any of the comics in the nineties, especially when you talk about 94 to like 90, 90- 798 it's mm-hmm. when everything was starting to become gritty and gritty and edgy and like stuff was just like <laughs> ridiculous for the sake of being ridiculous that weird preteen stage yeah before it got to the early 2000s and I
1: think,
0: yeah early 2000 books they finally started to seem more adult without seeing like a character of themselves yeah,
2: yeah. well i mean at the same time the early 2000 books had some of the most universally panned things that happen in comic books like uh, dr light raping sue (laughs) digby
1: and
2: uh just other shit like that yeah um wonder woman killing people for the first time that was mid-2000s though Mm -hmm. it's always an ebb and flow because one's doing this super extreme stuff and the other you know trying to be edgy and the other one's like well we'll do the wholesome stuff and then they flip-flop i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know 90s it is very hokey very ridiculous but i kind of enjoy it. i think it has a charm to it like some there's, of it is definitely worse than others though super mullet for instance there's some of the <laughs> 90s
0: stuff that i just have uh, a sweet spot for yeah just reminds me of like going to the comic book shop with my dad or a mm-hmm. uh, friend and looking at all the different books and like all the cool art well hell the infinity gauntlet was written in the 90s mm-hmm. that's and then uh maximum
1: carnage that was yeah. a fun read yeah. Tim Lee's X-Men run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 90s Spider-Man is probably my where the heart sets strong, and that's mostly because my aunt and uncle, for my birthday one year, got me a subscription to Amazing Spider-Man, and that was the, probably the first major exposure to comic books. Hell, yeah. So I will, to the day I die, love 90s Spider-Man, no matter what people say and how ridiculous things got with Spidey back then. Maximum Clone. clonage. Maximum clonage. I love, clon- <laughs> I love the clonage. I love him. Oh, he's back again.
2: Uh-huh. Kane is
1: anyways. Yeah. Um, I heard um, about that. Kane yeah. was a rather boring read though. Sadly. I never read it. I always enjoyed his I'm
0: Spider-Man, but harder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rebirth. I liked it, but at the same time, like I said, like, your ADD kind of kicked in. Yeah, my ADD kind of <laughs> kicked in halfway through. Well, and like, I'm kind of like uh... one big thing
2: about Rebirth. It introduces a lot of uh, elements that are staples in modern day Green Lantern lore. Green yes, Lantern. Yeah. For instance, the Guardians fucking everything up. pompous <laughs> <and Papa's> assholes, <laughs> Yeah, and refusing to admit that they're wrong. It nearly causing the end of the universe. This happened in the Sinestro Corps War. It happened in the Blackest Night. And it's- see,
0: in now I want to read Sinestro core war.
1: It's excellent. Oh man. You, it's a good book. It's yeah, it's so, really it's such good. It's a good book.
2: It's uh the time, like oh, it pretty much man. picks up right after uh rebirth. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. after rebirth. Exactly. Where yeah. It's in the like antimatter universe.
1: I would say probably about like 10 or so issues into the Jeff John runs. It's not very far into where the Sinestro corpse war happens. Cause that kind of exposes the rest of the light.
0: Mm-hmm. Spectrums, Spectrum. mm-hmm. that and that's what I kind of love about Jeff Johns' writing is he does the long game. He well that and he took a character that not a lot of people. I mean, it had his fans, but he took a character that someone would consider maybe silly, and he took a lot of the silly elements and he put like reasonable explanations behind them, like the whole yellow weakness. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they really he got into it. Like why, like in Rebirth, why it was what mm-hmm. it was. Yep, he just really reinvents and and gives Green Lantern literally a rebirth. He has a history of doing that, and
1: with the JSA as well. He did it with Aquaman and the Flash too. Breathe new life into those two lines.
0: It's this he does this perfect balance of. Honoring what's come before and modernizing, and modernizing mm-hmm. it. It's this perfect blend that it just it hits the geek spot hard, mm-hmm. and it just is that what pulls spot stands in. for? Yes, geek
1: spot. Oh my god! This whole time, <laughs> <laughs> thirty one. I just figure it out. <laughs> Talk to me like you're Superman.
0: <laughs> you're my pal, Jimmy <laughs> Olsen.
1: No, not Golden Age Superman.
0: Oh, um. I definitely need to, I definitely am Jones and for more Jeff Johns, like Green Lantern books,
2: the old Jeff Johns Jones.
0: Yep. Yep. Because like I said, like his new 52 run, just fucking phenomenal. Uh Like I've read a lot of his work and
2: I've never really read anything I don't like. The only complaint I'd have is a lot of times all of his setup leads to something that you would consider an anti-climax. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt that way about Blackest Night. I didn't feel that way at all about Sinestro Corps War, though. I I,
0: did feel with with Rebirth, like, once everything was, like, leading up, and then I was like, it just felt like it was almost like, just, bam, hell's back. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Okay.
2: I mean, like, the only (laughs) villains in Rebirth are Parallax And and Sinestro. And Sinestro. And don't get me wrong, I love Parallax and Sinestro, especially Sinestro. He looked so different to this. They really gave him the, up, you know, the updating Update that he, he needed to, because he was in the classic uniform with the giant head and, and while he was intimidating and cool, I loved like his constructs of like skeletal hand shooting bows and arrows and stuff like that. I definitely prefer him as space Hitler than as uh the classic Sinestro.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And not to mention when they, when Sinestro course happens and he gets the yellow lantern and he has the sweet new yellow, like lantern suit. Yeah. With
2: like the classic, uh, the lines in it look like how his collar
0: was. Yeah. And I was just like that version of Sinestro was just fan fucking tastic to me. They even
2: give him personality and make him,
0: I wouldn't say likable,
2: but like. Understandable. Yeah. Enjoyable and sometimes likable. Just like, you know, he's just such a sneering smug asshole that it's actually pretty (laughs) damn entertaining at times.
0: And actually I the the Sinestro yellow lantern figure I have is actually still one of my favorite figures. Oh hell yeah. Because he just looks fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, he's he looks cool. He's a cool character.
1: You got the yellow lantern one? mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. I never thought that you would take a character like Sinestro cuz you think, you know, before they modernized he Doofy. Yeah, he had a twirly <laughs> mustache. He, you know, he you thought of like Super Friends Sinestro like, oh, it's the
0: Yeah. evil green lantern guy, you know, like Once again, it's like that honoring the past, but modernizing it and and making it work. Yeah. He's one of of my
2: favorite villains. He's,
0: I love the entire Sinestro Corps. I've always felt, even to this day, I I feel like he doesn't get enough credit as a villain. I agree. At least in the games, like in the Injustice games, Mm -hmm. they never really made him as much of a threat or anything that I feel like he could be. Like Injustice, he was just kind of a lackey almost. That really pissed me
2: off. And they just gave him his classic Injustice Society Legion of Doom roll, you know? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And even in uh, Justice League Unlimited, this was granted this stuff was before the Sinestro Corps and all that. But even in like Justice League Unlimited, when they had the Legion of Doom and he was once again, he was just kind of a lackey. There really wasn't much to him. And his character model looked really
2: weird. Yeah, he did. Even in Superman, the animated series, then they he was really cool in that. He beat Superman like by himself. Kyle Rayner had to help him to defeat him in the end. It was really cool. I don't remember that one. It was a good one. I'll have to look that up. It's one of my favorites.
1: You can find most of the run up until the Sinestro Core War in hardcover books on Amazon, at least. I don't know about local, but they're all on Amazon. They don't have the Sinestrocore war in hardcover? I think they did. There was a lot of books. I was just kind of sparsely yeah. skimming. Usually through.
0: if it's something like that, usually I'll just get the the soft cover. Hardcovers are usually reserved for special if you read purchases. The Core, yeah. <laughs> Say it, Jeff.
1: <laughs> say it. I know you want to say it. Say what? I lost. Court. If you read the Sinestro Core War, I'm sure that you'll admit that it's hardcover worthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's but a fantastic the, book. That one is a fantastic book. Um, You should uh get the tales. Of the Sinestro oh, Corps War, too. Yeah, the
2: Superboy Prime and the uh,
1: Cyborg Superman. That really highlights like the the ranks being mm-hmm. brought together. Well, and, I mean, oh it's such God. a rogues
2: gallery compared yeah. to Rebirth because uh, Rebirth, you know, has Sinestro has Parallax. Mm-hmm. Sinestro Core War has the Anti Monitor. Mm-hmm. It has Parallax mm-hmm. possessing uh, Kyle Rayner. Mm-hmm. It has a uh, Cyborg Superman and the Manhunters has Sinestro and the
1: entire Sinestro core. The Manhunters, that's another freaking way the Guardian's screwed up. Yep. <laughs> Just keep them coming, you know?
2: Um has Superboy Prime. Ugh. <sighs> And he had, you know, it's, with a Silver Age Superman power set.
1: It's honestly, the Sinestro Core War is like a rogues gallery that could like kind of give the Batman's rogues gallery a run for their money. Yeah.
2: I mean, all of them are freakishly overpowered. I know. Like Cyborg Superman. And I
1: usually am against that. Like yeah. the, the whole overpowering thing. But like in this sense, I'm just like, nah, yeah. nah, this is going to be cool. <laughs> I mean, Superboy Prime, you know, he soloed the Justice League. He uh-huh.
2: he's, a, he's a tough one. He's a toughie.
1: He's a real toughy. We already said that Cyborg Superman was the one that destroyed Coast City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Cyborg Superman. Cyborg Superman's pretty sweet. I never thought... Well, I got one of those lenticular covers of Cyborg Superman when the New 52 did him. Hell yeah. Fucking
2: awesome. I like how we're talking about Rebirth and we just end up talking about the Sinestro Corps. War. Oh, with total <laughs> tangents. <laughs> yeah. Because
1: th- this is like the root. Yeah. And like reading, book, like, said, Mike, like reading this book, kind of like what uh, you said, Mike. Like reading this book, kind of like brings it out. Like you're you're reading it, and like you obviously want, this you was, want
2: more. Yeah,
1: like this is 2004, 2005. You read everything afterwards too. You know what's coming. You know what's down the line. And you're just like, man, this is this is where it all started. Mm-hmm. This is the beginning. Yeah. And like reading something like that is like I get how Mike was like, oh, I want to read behind and I want to read forward. For me. There was. There's two things for me in this book. Is like This is where it all started. This is the origin, in a weird sense, of how the Green Lantern actually became a good comic, mm-hmm. in my opinion, anyway. One of the best. One of the best.
0: I had yeah. one of the best runs of DC, I think. This is what
2: really got me into DC was Sinestro Core War. I started really reading into the books after that. Was Sinestro Core War, was, mm-hmm. that was the one? Rebirth. I, I started reading... Right after Rebirth, actually, like, I think I was about three issues before Sinestro Corps War. I was reading mm. Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps. And I think there was another Green Lantern book at the time, too, which New shows Gu- how uh, successful New it was. New Guardians? Maybe. I can't remember.
1: I don't remember. It was, it was Kyle's book.
2: Yeah. When he was an Ion.
1: Yeah. This was the recommended book for me because I said, hey, I went into our, you know... Heart of the establishment of Downriver Comic Book Store, <laughs> and uh, said, "Hey, I want to check out Green Lantern, but I don't know where to start." And I was directed, say, uh, to read Green Lantern Rebirth, and that's a that's a, a solid jump off point. Mm-hmm. At this point, we were probably a few months away from the New Fifty Two reboot, mm-hmm. which so th- which sucks. I was I was really upset
2: because. They rebooted all the cool continuity that they had had with the Sinestro core and all the other Lantern Spectrums.
1: They did, but they didn't. I mean, they kept it going. They had Kyle wield all the colors of the spectrum.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's still a reboot. Like, aspects of it never happened.
1: I would say, like, let's see, that was Flashpoint. Yeah. So it was, like, I would say probably a Super Soft reboot. Because, like, it wasn't everything was changed. Just little details were changed.
2: Was Superboy Prime still
1: there? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I I didn't
2: read the Superman lines, obviously. Well, Superboy Prime only shows up for big tie-ins. He hasn't shown up since. He showed up in like the Legion of Superheroes after
1: that, and that's about it, really. Okay. I was going to say that this was the beginning of the binge of comic books. That was like 2012, somewhere around that. Where I started getting poll lists and stuff like that. This was the spark, this book. Hell yeah, the all
0: spark. The all spark. Shove it at me. (laughs) And I think that's why... You were probably so like dead set on wanting to read it. Like not, oh, yeah. not not by the sense I think that it's such a great story because it's it story wise it's I think it's pretty thin and it's pretty like straight into the Fuck point. You. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pretty straight into to the point, but like you said, we've said again and again, it, it just it sets up everything. It's, yeah.
2: I think it's really cleverly done how huh? they brought Hal back to life without using time travel or <laughs> using a quantum
1: bullet. Or using <laughs> it being all a dream, or some sort of plot device in a sense. Yeah, that's what matter. kept. That's
0: what kept me going in the book. I was like, I want to see how he gets this all set
2: back up.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I guess
2: just they really... did kind of use a magic ball, or that was
0: just like follow the green ball. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was also weird too. Is how they kind of reset up everything for Guy Gardner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've done it for him so many times. He's a weird fan favorite. Like a lot of people like Guy, including myself. I mean, I
2: like Guy. I wouldn't see him soloing a book unless it was like a mini or something. Uh, but. There
1: there was a really cool run. Uh, I don't mean to keep getting off the topic. Yeah. There's a really cool run in New 52 where he goes as a double agent into the Red Lanterns. Oh, yeah. I heard um, about that. Because I don't remember if it, which big crossover it was, but he ends up being able to wield... A red lantern ring and not be engulfed by the rage. Mm-hmm. So I think it's Hal or somebody in the upper tiers of the Green Lantern Corps says, "Hey, we need somebody to go and see what the Red Lanterns are up to. They're being pretty quiet." And Gal <laughs> a guy was just like, "I'll do it. I'll a fuck. And that was like a pretty sweet arc. Like I loved reading that arc. I also like the the Red Lanterns. I think they're fantastic. They used to not be able to talk. Yeah, they used to just talk and grumbles and. Gurgles
0: and uh, <laughs> the figure for him looks sweet guy. Yeah. Uh, guy. They have the the guy Gardner red lantern figure. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. Look, you talk
1: about the one from the blackest night run. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's the one. <laughs> that was actually one of the first ones I got from that run was the guy Gardner red lantern because I fucking loved that part. That was so that's almost as good with me as like when Batman wields a green lantern ring.
0: Like, you're just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) 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 I would say yes. For this book, you were steered in the right direction. If you've always kind of wanted to get into Green Lantern books, but are unsure on where to start, because once again, that's probably the single hardest thing getting into any hero or any comic book is, holy shit, where do I start? Mm -hmm. Uh, Green Lantern reboot, rebooped, rebooped, rebooped. <laughs> Rebirth Reboop. is perfect. Yeah. Is like that perfect jumping point because it talks about the past and it sets up everything to come that was awesome about Green Lanterns up till about until I, Jeff John stopped writing,
1: in my yeah. opinion. Which was uh what, three or four story arcs into the new fifty-two reboot, and then he yeah. handed it over and became big boy over DC. But yeah, it was it, his run is phenomenal. Like Jeff John's run. Of Green Lantern is like one of my favorite comic book. I don't even know what you call that. I'm
0: sure he has the detractors. Um, Oh, what? Yeah. There
1: were a lot of people that are angry that they brought hell back at all. Oh, oh, his haters. Yeah. Yeah, There's always, I mean, I've never heard that word in
0: my life. Whatever you just, yeah, never heard that. It's the opposite of a tractor. (laughs) He's right. You know, it does. I mean, I guess if you were one of the people that were, was really into that storyline of the, like you said, the fallen hero mm-hmm. or just and something staying that staying dead. Yeah. Something that <laughs> seemed like it was going to stick for, cause when did, when did that all happen? What year? Uh, it was shortly the Coast city deal. Yeah. It was like 90. wasn't 94.
1: 1994. Wow.
0: So they kept it for a while.
1: They kind of brought him back in like 97. That's when he became the specter Yeah. And then that whole ordeal didn't last too long. I think, pff, like i don't know a couple of issues well, i mean who wants to see how jordan is the specter they totally know, changed the character but it did end up uh being pretty cool in this book yeah i was i was, I was like, like oh man i was like i kind of want more of this yeah, yeah.
0: it's so cool <laughs> i always
2: did enjoy the uh the specter as a character mm-hmm. i was like i
0: kind of want to see him you know tongue-in-cheek kill more people yeah yes
1: all the Spectre stuff that I've seen is like that, and I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. Like, I always thought the Spectre was a better version of Ghost Rider.
0: Yeah, well, he's much
2: old. Well, Ghost Rider's pretty old, too, actually. Yeah. I guess it's in his original incarnation. But uh, I don't know which one came first.
0: Which I came first, the Ghost Rider or the Spectre? <laughs> I think the Spectre. Well, oh, or the original
2: Ghost it? Rider was like a Western comic, wasn't it? I can see that and it makes sense in my head. I don't think he was even supernatural either. I think it's like a legacy character type thing.
1: Oh, that would make sense because that's a lot of, uh, there's been a lot Marvel of those stuff. Writers, yeah. Uh,
0: let's see what year, like
1: the whole first appearance of Iron Man and, um, suspenseful tales. Is that what that was called? Astonishing, the, tales?
0: astonishing tales, astonishing Tales to astonish tales to astonish my one point.
1: of those. I don't know. But he Sonic, wasn't Sonic and Tails and Knuckles. He wasn't supposed to be. His what first he appearance
0: is. was in Marvel Spotlight 1972.
1: So yeah, a while after The Spectre, I think. I'm sure nineteen seventy two is pretty late in the game for any comic.
0: Yeah, for sure. I you see that I and you're think like, it's Golden Age.
1: Mm. But yeah.
2: <laughs> He's a good character.
0: (laughs) Jeff, were you a super
2: fan of the book or? "Ah, I enjoyed it immensely. Just more Jeff Johns Green Lantern. I mean, it's cool seeing like how you could see the blueprint for what they were going to do with Sinestro in this Mm -hmm. because Sinestro was a legitimately scary guy in this, like the way they describe him, you know, looking into his eyes, Mm -hmm. it's like staring in the sun and his voice sounds alien and hollow Mm -hmm. and how insane he is and... It's definitely a step up in the game for Sinestro, and he's only, reinvigorated him really yeah. again. Yeah, Give be, him a rebirth. You, <laughs> we can't say it enough. It's funny because like they always Sinestro always deludes himself into seeing himself as the hero, the one who has to save the universe mm-hmm. from all the chaos. I mean, he needs to keep the universe in perfect
1: lockstep. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, it's an interesting character, and then. He commits complete genocide of his whole race. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you can't make an omelet without breaking QA. Son of a bitch, I knew you were gonna say that.
0: <laughs> I just What's, had this sneaking feeling.
1: <laughs> What's really funny about Sinestro is before rebirth happened, I always pictured Sinestro as like a fill in character on that show uh wacky racers. <laughs> <Like> Snidely I, <laughs> whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> just like one episode, he's like riding a a construct Yeah Vehicle <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it too.
2: Be, who would be as
0: Muttley? I don't know Speaking of watching Why still I don't know Did you guys ever watch The Green Lantern animated series No The CG uh Bruce Tim one I watched a couple episodes
1: I didn't hate it I just had no way Of like getting my hands on it
0: it was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it still is or not. I don't think so. But uh, I watched it and, and to my surprise, like I actually really liked it. Yeah. And it yeah. seemed kind of inept to me that they just canceled it for right. once again, the same reason they cancel all the shit. When uh, toy sales, there was no toys. there There's no toys to be made. I didn't like the animation style. It was weird seeing that animation in CG format. Yeah. I think I would have liked it better if it was more traditional. Mm-hmm. I agree. If it had been a
1: traditionally animated cartoon, I would have given it a shot right away. It's funny you brought that up because when I went and met Jeff Johns at Green Brain, I had you know snarkingly asked him about the movie because it, it came out and mm-hmm. you know total flop. I said, "Would you suggest?" I kind of rephrased my question. I go, "Would you suggest the movie for somebody who isn't a Green Lantern fan?" He goes, "No, I would suggest that animated series." He goes, "I'm actually very proud of that animated series. I love where it's going, and I hope that it's going to stick around for a long time." <laughs> <laughs> I think it was probably after that, like when when the man himself said, "Hey, go check out this series." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yes, uh,
0: right away." that was about the time when that series came out, it was about the time that the movie came out and it was also it's DC did
2: one of the reasons why the series didn't. Yeah. Do very so it was well
0: possible. They also had green lantern first flight come out a little mm-hmm. bit prior to that. And then also green I wasn't lantern a big fan of that. Emerald Knights. I wasn't a big fan of Emerald Knights.
1: I feel like I have Emerald Knights, but I can't remember it. Oh, that was the one with the, the, the bunch of stories, yeah, right? all the short, I wasn't a complete fan of that, but like, you know, there was one with kill
0: I liked first flight. And it was just, it was at this point in time where it seemed like DC was really trying to push Green Lantern into that Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman status. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately it didn't work, which sucks because there's a lot of cool stuff to be done. A lot of cool stories and characters and imagery. I'm still,
1: I'm still hoping one day I get a a Blackest Night animated movie. Oh, that'd be, that would be nice. I would go ape shit over that. Or a yes. like that cores? Oh God, Scott. Yes. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think we've ever even seen the Anti Monitor in an mm. animated form. He's he's their big big yeah. bad. He's like their original big
1: bad. Yeah. Uh, you don't think he's popped in somewhere? A teeny appearance? I can't think somewhere. of any. Teen-tiny. Like <laughs> kind of like one of those little uh, fan grab deals. Like holy shit, it's the Anti Monitor. I don't know. I can't. I don't even remember the Monitor being in anything.
0: I don't know. I'll research this later. Do it. I think that'll do it for this week's closing edition. Up. We're going to close up shop, wrap it up in a bow, wrap it right. up. Closing time. Oh no. Be sure to check us out every week oh, on God. the pod bros podcasting <laughs> network where you can find us. And it's our preferred way to listen. We're also officially now on Spotify.
1: Officially we're, we're there. We're there. We, yep. did it. we are. On. We did it. <laughs> As Mike says, we landed on the moon.
0: <laughs> I do say that we can officially say we are on every major platform. Uh huh. If you want to check us out, there's no reason you can't subscribe to either Spotify, no. Google Play, iTunes. No excuse.
1: iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio's Hotbeans, Stitcher, <laughs> SoundCloud, everywhere, like, dude. Like, I don't even feel like we shouldn't even have to like rattle these all off now. Like, I just feel like look for us.
0: We are everywhere where podcasts can be found. You can also find us on Facebook podcast 2015. Our email <laughs> is kapowcastpodcast at gmail.com. We have Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Got our YouTube. We have our YouTube. Now that Tony is knocking out of the park every week with video clips.
1: Uh, we'll have a uh, trailer reaction video to the new predator up sometime. Maybe before this airs, actually oh. go check that out. Watch the whole video or else <laughs> or else <laughs> subscribe to the channel. Or else. Hit that bell for notifications so you'll get notified whenever a new video.
0: And watch the videos all the way through. Yes. Because that also matters. There's, there's a yes nudity.
2: There's- we <laughs> promise. One video, one day. <laughs> yep. There is one frame of nudity somewhere
1: in there. <laughs> I can do that. I, <laughs> I have the power and the skill. I could do
2: that. Just like in the uh, Rescuers, there's one frame of a naked lady in the background. Yeah,
1: uh, that's true. Fight club. Fight club. Yep. <laughs> they took that out, though. It was a massive recall by Disney.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll still put in a priest with a boner like in The Little Mermaid. Also but... recalled.
1: <laughs> oh, that's horseshit. We'll,
2: yeah. we'll still Does spell, the cloud
0: sex spell sex. Yeah. Nope. Well, no. how, where
1: the fuck are there subliminal sexual messages then? <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy all the v- VHSs. That's the only way you Damn. can find them. In hey, they...
0: Salvation Army, man, they have a shit ton of them. When, yeah. they, uh,
1: when they digitally remastered everything, they took all that stuff out. It's horseshit.
0: <laughs> well... Nothing more to say on that. <laughs> it's done. It's done. Un- until next time, I'm Mike and I'm Tony and I am Parallax. <laughs> see you next time Shit! on the podcast. <laughs>